Welcome, everybody, to episode one of the Joe Rogan podcast. I'm your host, <laughs> Mr. Rogan. Uh, <laughs> this is not the Joe Rogan podcast. You're uh, with me is the one, the only, the man, the myth, the probably just some karate master or some crazy conspiracy theorist that I dragged into this show, Mr. Kyle Jenkins. How you doing today, Kyle Jenkins? Oh, no. You've done it again. <laughs> I've done it again. <laughs> I've done it again. Gotten your name completely wrong. Oh, I, I, I thought I was going to jump in there with another Joe Rogan reference and be like, I'm Elon Musk's brother <laughs> or something. <laughs> Elon Musk's brother. Yeah, with me is Elon Musk's brother, and he's going to tell us yeah. about what it's like being related You're to You're Ro-Jogan. <laughs> Ro-Jogan. I'm like the, the Dollar Tree variant. But, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, exactly. I guess this is technically... You're only the... half as bald. <laughs> this, it's the front half is hair, the back half is... This is technically our first episode, but not the first one we recorded, because I did it... I couldn't. I was like, I can't edit. You're right. You won't believe it by the time you get to the end, but this took several attempts. This, yeah, this is attempt two of seven. <laughs> so, <laughs> of seven. So, yeah, we're just going to be talking cool. about WandaVision and just like the the show, what we saw, just things yeah. we noticed. Basically, what whatever's every... cool at the time. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's just references, things. We're like, man, that happened, didn't it? And you'll be sitting there being like, yeah, that happened. You haven't said our cool name. Wait, what? You haven't referenced our cool name. You haven't told the many listeners what this podcast oh, is called, or might yes, be called. Our, yes, our podcast currently is called Watching WandaVision, with an H on it. Uh, I'm not sure why I pronounced it that way, but it has an, an extra H on there. Watching WandaVision. I assume there must be something out there called Watching WandaVision, so I assume by adding H, everybody who misspells it in the search bar will get yeah. R's instead. So, exactly. That's yeah. the goal. I thought we yeah. were the sidekick power hour. <laughs> we might be called the sidekick power hour. We might be called watching Vision. Sidekick power hour is is a good name though, because we're definitely two sidekicks. We don't know who the superhero exactly. is. Exactly. Who's the? We are far from main characters. Far from that. At of course. We're like yeah. <laughs> So uh, we're the anyway. Jimmy Woo. We're really the Jimmy Woo and Cat Dennings of the of our own universe. <laughs> yes. And now this is our one division. So there we go. Brought it back full circle. So one division well episode. So, we're around six. Six. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, the most recent one was six. We're yes. just gonna quickly breeze through all of uh, episodes one to five, and, and they, we think of them as thus. Thus, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Anyway, good. moving on. <laughs> moving on. Crazy stuff, pretty good. Um, why don't you start <laughs> us off, Mr. Elon Musk's brother? Full name. Okay, well... <laughs> um, I, I will go first, since I'm the only one who prepared notes for this. We, so what, we kind of, spoilers for all these episodes, oh, by yeah, the way. Oh, yeah, spoiler, yeah, we're going to ruin. No spoilers for episode 7 and beyond, because um, we haven't seen those yet. We don't live in the future. You know, a few episodes ago when the Vision, when she kind of drops the facade a little bit, she, like, forgets, and she sees the Vision as he was when he died in Infinity War. Yeah, like a big like, zombie. all grey, he's got a big dome in his head, his eyes are like, there's no pupils in them or whatever. Like, he's a corpse, he is an android corpse. And, like, quite scary, quite spooky, I wasn't expecting it, and I think, I don't think many people were. But what's interesting about this most recent episode is... When the same thing happens to her 
brother, who's now played by the Fox X-Men universe version of Quicksilver and not the MCU version, um, she still sees him... She, st- she sees him as Evan Peters, the actor playing him. Yeah. And not... That's a good And point. not the corpse of the person that did play her brother, Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Um, that is... That, yeah. Hmm. Why do you think that is? Honestly, okay, my thought is... Is it budgetary? I think it might <laughs> is be Is it because budgetary. they didn't want to bring I, a, I a, think, uh, another actor in? I think it's budgetary. I, I think they couldn't drag Aaron, Aaron Johnson in for shooting all day. Just be like, yeah, yeah we're just going to... load of makeup and... <laughs> we're just going to dot you in red. And uh, you'll sit there for two seconds. Um, I, I feel like... grey as well. Yeah, yeah. I think... I think if anything, it's just that it's just it's really it might be hard to get Aaron Taylor Johnson back. He's busy doing Kick Ass Four, um, so <laughs> something. No, I, maybe I don't. There isn't even a third one of those. <laughs> maybe I don't know, but I, I it might be that. And I mean, there'll probably be some. There's probably some fans. I think it's budgetary, and I think they just like screw it. We'll just cover him in blood. It's fine. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um, so another thing about, yeah. about the Halloween. Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I want every time somebody, if somebody's, if anybody's listening, because please listen, take a shot every time we say and another thing. <laughs> There's no format to this. We're just gonna yeah. go. We're just gonna. <laughs> these are things we just want to say. Yeah. Um, so the the costumes. I. Some people complain about when they when they um, use kind of cheap excuses to um, to do com- really comic book accurate like silly costumes like yeah. over the top like characters from the 70s and 60s and stuff like that just like make them exactly there and mm-hmm. and this you know in, in, in this episode number 6 they they were like they're Halloween costumes and they kind of explained them away as like a Sokovian fortune teller a, a fucking luchador like a wrestler a Mexican wrestler <laughs> Paul Bettany they didn't is the say furthest for, um... thing. <laughs> He's the furthest thing from a Mexican wrestler as someone could be. Like I think of a luchador, and then on the other side of my of my brain is Paul Bettany. He's just he's not a Mexican <laughs> wrestler. He's just so not a luchador, and I love it. Are you telling me they announced a remake of Nacho Libre today, <laughs> starring Paul Bettany in the in the lead role? You wouldn't watch that movie. I would 100% not watch that movie because I don't want to watch not anything with Nacho Libre in it. I don't like that movie. I've, been, I've never seen it, and I'm like, I can't, I can't stand that this exists. I I really like the Jim costumes as well. Yeah, I like the Jim costumes. I know, I did, I did. Like... It's like, because it's like combo costumes are dumb. <laughs> Sorry to anybody who likes any combo costumes. They're, they're, they're really stupid. Why would a woman ever wear that with the dumb helmet and the leotard? Like, yeah, that's, that's the thing. Women's costumes in comic books are even like a step further in the in the realm of ridiculousness because, like, not only not only do they look silly, they're just like objectifying as fuck. So, like, I mean, like, Quicksilver looks goofy and shit, but like, but Scarlet Witch is like you. You would not leave the house like that unless it was to go to a strip club or something. Like, you know, or to, you know, 
as an erotic dancer or something. I, I do like that, um, like, seeing the uh, crap costumes, it always puts into perspective, like, how good things are now compared to years and years ago. Because, like, yeah. like because most of the costumes nowadays look it, pretty good. Um, there's some duds. There's some ones where I don't yeah. love the design. But, like, overall, it looks yeah, way... especially in the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, it's like... Uh... That, that's a real trough of, like, shit. But, like, if you were in the 80s and they were told, make a comic book costume, they would just do the dumb comic book stuff. Or they would do, like, a oh, real-life yeah. equivalent that somehow looks even dumber. <laughs> like... Yeah. Like, like Quicksilver's um, thing is just, like, like a... a a spandex, like kind of a vaguely blue spandex t-shirt and a tinfoil lightning bolt on it and some like cheap kind of hair dye and stuck, you know, got him stuck up in like the Wolverine haircut. Yeah, yeah. The little pointed sides. Have you, um... Like in the, if this was a movie in the 70s, they'd have just done that and that would have, they'd have called it a day. But I, I really like <laughs> those two. I really like the little, like, ooh, he looks like Wiccan and he looks like, I guess, Speed or whatever the name of the kid is. Um, yeah, I yeah. I hope that they stick around because I want just more young superheroes because I want them to do Young Avengers eventually. But I, who knows? By the end of this, Mephisto yeah. might take them as payment. <laughs> like who knows? <laughs> yeah, potentially. Like they may not even exist. Um, like this, the dome might fall down when this all like comes to an end, and they are just nothing. They're just a pile of worms smashed <laughs> together. I saw your note, and they go back to being a pile of worms. I saw your note on is Monica's engineer read. I don't think we're getting Fantastic Four in this. I, I, I think I, it's too. Well, I don't think the Fantastic Four will show up, but I, I think, and yeah, it would be real weird if like they just dropped a massive like mainstay Fantastic Four character in in the One Division show. Like, but wouldn't it lend some like extra weight to this show? Because like, I. I think this has done a lot better than they thought it would. Mm -hmm. It's certainly done a lot. It certainly is a lot better in quality than most people thought it was going to be. Like the amount of people I've spoken to about it that are like, "Yeah, I'm." Do you know what? I'm surprised. I'm really enjoying it. Stuff like that. Like people who were kind of bored on a lot of the Marvel stuff. People who aren't necessarily, you know, uh, losers. Sand and engage all of with all of this like <laughs> us. Like, they really like it, so I, I think they probably would have done pulled some extra stops out to I, really fucking kick this I in the ass. I think if they're you know? gonna do a big, another big cameo, I will be Doc buddy. I, I think, because I know she's gonna yeah, be in the Doc. That does make the most sense. So I, I think Doc should be the big one. I think, I think it's too early to do anything Fantastic Four really like that, just because they only just got the rights back around the time they probably started making the show, when you think about it. Or the deal was finalized. Well, I mean, and I know Kevin... I, yeah, but I know they, they want to do the exactly movies. the same with Spider-Man, though. Uh, I know, but... That's the thing, like, as soon as they got the rights for Spider-Man, they, they, like, they did the casting and they put him in Civil War. I guess. Like, straight away. But also, like, how when much... The, the news was announced, and then he was in the trailer, like the third trailer or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was, how it was much... crazy. So, like, it would be... How much of that was Sony, though? How much of that was Sony being like, we need to make a movie next year, or else we go bankrupt well, again? And then being like, just fit him in any Marvel movie you can. 
<laughs> Civil War shirt. I suppose, yeah. He's there maybe that was Sony pushing because they they want to you make know, money. They're hanging on, aren't they? They they would like to make money. They're desperate. Um, but I don't know. I just think if you threw in like a Reed Richards or something like that, like just as a very brief role. I mean, you could e- you could make him look like Reed Richards, and then not even say he's Reed Richards. Or even not say whether he's got the powers yet or anything like that. You don't have to cast any of the others. You just you find your read and just just throw him in and just I'm, just leave it like that. And everyone's do, like, oh, I'm a poo joke. If they do do that, um, get it, do do. Um, if they do that, I just keep. I'm wondering how they snuck John Krasinski on set and nobody noticed. Because I, he's well, too big to fit in a suitcase. That hopefully would lend some credence to my wish, which is that they don't cast John Krasinski because I don't think he'd be a good read. How I know that's controversial they... in the age of um, Boss Logic has done a fan art of him, so it must be true. How? how... But like, <laughs> I think I think the thing is, what about John Krasinski's dare... IMDb history? <laughs> makes you go he can be he could pull off being the most smartest man in the world and like kind of generally a, a little bit unloving at times to his wife when all he's done when the most famous when the things he's most famous for are the office where he's a charming but lazy idiot sort of and a quiet place where he's you know a really kind of like um loving and and kind of um, you know, devoted father to things. Like, it, it's just that he sort of looks like him. Well, yeah, that's what that's you need. It. And also yeah. the fact that Emily Blunt would be amazing as the Invisible Woman. That like t- that doesn't make a read, you know? That doesn't make him a good read Richards. Like, Emily, you could, Emily Blunt, absolutely, but no Krasinski. Um, here's the thing. Um, I don't care about the fantastic they're not four. a package deal like you know they've been in other movies Here's the thing. i don't care about the fantastic four so i don't care who they cast because it doesn't matter to me but i just think it'd yeah. be funny to have him as read and then every time somebody says something dumb he looks at the camera and i think that'd be fun for me for me i would <laughs> like that and i want dwight rain wilson as dr doom because of course oh my god no no. Yeah, I thought about this. Maybe, maybe as the Molecule Man, he'd be a good Molecule Man. Uh, Kevin Malone, good thing. Uh, it's a whole. It could be a whole podcast episode casting people from The Office as uh Just casting me. I think Ryan Howard. I think that's his name. Good um, Human Torch. Hugh, hot boy, hot shot, hot shot. And Beasley could be. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, mole man, something. They probably have a mole villain that I don't care about. Sure, but anyways, yeah. Um, I think, I think I'd be cool if they did. I, I I'd be down for it. I'm not against it. It's just I, I personally yeah, think it's really another another thing. And another thing is is Wanda creating mutants? Is she making people mutant? Yeah. So. Someone put this theory forward because, like, she's changing people on a molecular level and stuff like that. To me, that 
that doesn't necessarily um, indicate that she's making mutants. And if anything, she's making inhumans, because mutants sort of have to have been born with their powers, or at least grown up and developed their powers and stuff like that. Not just like they just went through an accident and they had them, like everyone else in the MCU, because that makes you a mutate, like Deadpool. Hey, Kyle. I don't know, what if she, like, Kyle? rewrites... Yeah? You sound like a fucking nerd. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's actually a oh. mutate and not a mutant. Oh. Um, it's, it's more like Deadpool, actually, and it's not <laughs> a mutant. Shut up. Shut up, nerd. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> I have misjudged the point of this podcast. So, um, anyways, let me tell you about why the, the mutant theory of the WandaVision comic book television show is cool, unlike your dumb mutate theory. Mutant, more like mutaint, because it ain't even good. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I it's think between you, two things, <laughs> <laughs> the ball's in a hard place. But I think it'd be really, I think it'd be weird to be like, oh, she's create. I, I worry about how they're gonna do mutants in the MCU because it's one of those things where it's like, if there's been people running around with powers this whole time, how has no one noticed? And you kind of have to have that through line of people who are born this way personally if i was film for the mcu which i am of course i would just do it as they've been such a secret yeah. small underground thing that no one has noticed them or people have but they've just yeah remained away from everybody but uh yeah no i i think um to mutants yeah but anyways i hope i hope this isn't how mutants are created i really hope you don't think that maybe like a this barrier like comes down or whatever like it explodes outwards and it awakens people's mutant genes maybe there were already I, mutants like a small amount I, but this I like and, and Xavier was keeping them under wraps and then oh. this makes loads of mutants because like she is tied to like the mutants a lot like you know yeah, being yeah. one herself I think in the comics and getting rid of them all yeah yeah I think if they okay if they ha, if they do the she awakens the mutants thing, it can't be. It has to be like the, they were mutants and someone was suppressing that and she frees them. It it can't be she activates the mutant genes because then they're just inhumans, and <laughs> and we want to get as far away from the inhumans as we can. Not even just like she she activates it like in a load of adults. I mean like, just a load of kid a load of kids all of a sudden, their X gene is activated by whatever by whatever she does to the world so like because most of the x-men are meant to be young like really the x-men should focus on teenagers to like early 20 somethings yeah yeah you know under the under the uh the guide of professor x and magneto or and um and maybe beast and wolverine and you know older characters who are kind of few and far between the kind of number that you could keep under wraps if you were the world's mm -hmm. most powerful telepath. Yeah. You know, there are no sentinels, there are no, like, none of the big stuff has happened. But, like, maybe things like the Sokovia Records, all the super people showing up and stuff like that has really caused tensions in the secret underground mutant community. I think that could work, yeah. I, I think so, but I don't, I, I, you know, I'm more open to the idea now. You've convinced me. You've coaxed me into it, Kyle. Mm -hmm. You're good at that done it also for the whole agnes thing when she's like stuck in the car i think that's a bluff i i think she I think wasn't that too i think she's faking it 
I think she was faking it because I think she was trying to like get vision to vision around and stuff. And so I think she was like, "Ooh, yeah. you freed I think me!" Such or a, an effort, such an effort has been put into making this character a comic relief character, like more mm-hmm. so than anyone else. Like even even so far as that bit in the intro, where like it zooms right in on her ass and she's got like <laughs> sweatpants on. I really enjoyed the Malcolm <laughs> in the Middle feel for this show. Yeah. Um, because I yeah. really like Malcolm all the in intros the are very good, like especially Baby Vision. Yeah, yeah. From uh, from episode five, I want to say, but but the Malcolm Malcolm in the Middle one was really good. I really enjoyed that, and I'm glad they didn't go with like Full House or Friends because I don't like those things. So <laughs> yeah. I don't like them. No, yeah, I, yeah. I really enjoyed the episode. I, 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 I think like... Agnes has a bigger role to play. Yeah, and I think so does the. Evan Peters Quicksilver guy. I, I don't think he's fully I don't really think he's the Quicksilver she knows. I don't think he's I think yeah. he's something else. Because he seems because, more aware of things. Yeah, and I, I think it, as you've said, he has like this kind of New Yorker like, hey, what's going on here? Kind of feel to him and yeah, I think yeah. it's all for sure. Can Sean. I help my freaking sister? <laughs> yeah, well I'm my freaking sister. Where's my pizza pie and sausage sizzle? Well, I don't know what New Yorkers are. <laughs> <laughs> but I I really think it's all like he's a plant or somebody sent him. I don't know whom or what, but someone. And I Some wanna see him inter- I wanna see him interact with Agnes, because we haven't seen that yet. So I wanna see how yeah. she reacts to him because I want because that'll kinda tell us I think if she sent him or if someone or something else. But um, where was she going? Yeah. See, that's the thing. That's the thing. She, so, like, no... she drove to the edge of town. I, I well, yeah, well, I think that's the thing. She knew Vision was going there, so but she's she like, didn't okay, I'll... in any way stop him from doing what he what he did. But she, like, I think she wants maybe... him to go out because oh, she wants him to go out. Yeah, I suppose maybe she's he's served his purpose in providing the kids. I think she wants Wanda to freak out like she did, and then I like, create that giant barrier. Like I think that was kind of her ploy, because she knew yeah. like if Vision escapes, Wanda's gonna lose it. Because Wanda's basically family. Like she's done all this for Vision, or who she, she thinks is Vision, and mm-hmm. her kids. Like she keeps talking about that. Like I did this for you and us. Or... Do you think she's wise to Quicksilver? Do you think she like she now knows the Quicksilver isn't her Quicksilver because at the end, yeah. Okay. Because she wasn't aware of um, Rambo being in there. So I don't think... Yeah. I think she can only be aware... She is behind this aware of things that she and Wanda have done. Because maybe like both their magics are influencing it. But if it's an outside force, yeah. like Quicksilver or Rambo, they, they don't really have control. So they don't really have yeah. any mind power over it. Yeah. Also, I, I, I do think she's gaining more and more awareness, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't, you know what's fun about this series? What? <laughs> there it is. Um, I have not disliked an episode so far. I've really enjoyed all of them so far. Yeah. And it's been very I, good. And the episodes go by too quickly. They do. They way too quickly. But I'm excited. Yeah. I think that. Any final thoughts? Any final words? No, not really. I- so this is this is a, a, a part of the show we like to call watch this or else a vaguely kind of a vague threat to kind of to go and take yourself off and consume a piece of media that we have consumed fallen in love with and like 
or you know, or just it kind of engrossed ourselves in way too much. And then when we emerged from the other side, life as we know it was different. And because of that, we need other people to experience it too, so that we can bore them to death with conversation about it. I mean, not so much for yours, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Would would you like me to go first? Ah, uh, sure. Planning time. Do we uh do we want to do the old thirty second bow or just pitch the idea? Um. Yeah, but we'll have to time our own thing. Let's let's explain to the listener, Howard. So we're, what we're going to do is we're going to give each of us like 30 seconds. We're each going to pitch a thing, right? A yeah. thing that we enjoy that we wish to share with others, but we cannot because we don't have friends. So what we're going to do yes. is, it, is tell you guys about that thing. And because this is the modern world and you only have time to consume so much media, one of us... One of us will pitch one of our, we will each pitch an idea. We will go for 30 seconds each. Go Kyle, me, Kyle, me, each seconds. Trying to convince you to watch our thing. I think that makes Like a rap sense. battle, but no rapping. But with less rap. <laughs> less rap. And so, a lot yeah, less yeah. rap. <laughs> very minimal. All right, then. I will take the floor. Go ahead, Kyle. I believe in you. So the thing I'm going to recommend is a show on Netflix called Kid Cosmic. Um, it's this kind of really uh, endearing, heartfelt, kind of kid-centered show uh, about super-powered stuff like that. This kid finds five alien rocks or whatever, gets powers from them, and wants to save the town, but he needs the help of his friends in the town. Uh, it sounds generic when I say it like that, but honestly, it's really endearing and a joy to watch and made by the guy who made the Powerpuff Girls and Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Okay, done. All right, so today I want to talk about Kong uh, Skull Island, which is a 20, it came out like four years ago, and it's like the most Kong film. It's real fun. It's real good. It's like a Vietnam War film, except the enemy isn't a bunch of Vietnamese people. It's one giant freaking ape and it's amazing it's probably got the best action sequences in film and directing of any of the monsterverse films so far and personally it's my favorite of the bunch i watched it in preparation for the new kong v godzilla dawn of the monsters edition movie so if you want to be prepared for that definitely give this movie a watch because it's, it's real fun I, it introduces a lot of stuff to the universe and yeah nice nice that was a good uh that was a good pitch um it's time to shit all over that uh <laughs> I will go in one, two... Okay, so the thing about Kong Skull Island, while I, it definitely had its moments and stuff like that, it's just sort of a bit boring, you know? Like, it, it, it's well shot and it's colourful, but, like, largely nothing happens and most of the characters are unlikable. Also, there's a there's a thing that, like, uh, that Ryan George on Screen Ram pointed out in a pitch meeting that was, like, the, the story between um, John, whatever his name's character, and the Vietnamese pilot who land on Skull Island. Hey, Future Blake here. Just saying, Kyle, um, it wasn't a Vietnamese pilot. It was actually a Japanese pilot. And you're wrong, and you're a big dumb idiot. So, yeah, man, take that. I'm editing this thing. I can say whatever I want. First, in the beginning of the movie, that is a much more interesting story than the one they tell. So, yeah. Time for me to uh, rebuttal with my butts because your argument was crap. Got him. All right. So 30 seconds and I will go. I'm going to consider that not part of my 30 seconds. All right. Here's my here's my rebuttal. 
All right, so here's why Kong Skull Island is better than Kid Cosmic. Have you ever seen a movie in which a giant freaking monkey just helicopter in the face king kong skull island or whatever it's called is that film here's the thing about kid cosmic on netflix it's just some netflix animated thing where a kid discovers mystic powers or whatever i don't know i haven't seen the show i mean it does sound good but kong skull island definitely better because you know what <laughs> a guy that is the guy who said it's a more interesting movie the other thing guess what he's a youtuber not a filmmaker so what does he have opinions i have those most of them are crap <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Cool. I'm sure that was roughly 30 seconds. That's good enough. It's close. It's, you know, if anyone's not, None of our things are 30 seconds. No. I've if, been looking at the timers. I don't think we've ever hit one for 30. I think we got close enough. And if anybody's coming at home and mad, okay. I don't care. <laughs> it's just the cool. idea. You know, All right, then. Roughly would 30 you, seconds. Would you like to lead us out? Um, yeah, I, I would like to claim victory for that, uh, that battle, uh, because uh, no one else is. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, if anyone's uh, watching. Just, I just, just think we've taken up enough of the listeners' time. Of course, of course, but anybody, t- tell us which thing you're, you'd rather be watching, or that you have watched and you think people should watch, and it's, I know it's Kong Skull Island, so don't even worry, so I'll comment that a thousand times to be right. But... Hashtag Kid Cosmic. Uh, hashtag Kong smash your face in Island. So, yeah, thank you everybody for listening <laughs> to our first inaugural uh, pilot episode. It was good doing this, a lot, lot of fun. If you just, just do the things, do the things if you enjoyed it. And if you didn't, do those things as well. I don't care. Um, yeah, there's not much to wrap up on. And if one person I've... listens, even one, we'll do another. We'll do another. We will, I promise, do at least one of these if one person listens. If a thousand people listen... Even if it's a friend or relative that we force to listen. (laughs) You will listen! (laughs) You will listen to me and Rojo. You don't have to make it through the whole thing. Five minutes in, that's good enough. That's good enough. It's great for SEO. But, yeah, Yeah. guys, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening if you did. Um... If you want to send us some Bitcoin, I'll leave my wallet address in the description below. So yeah, Kyle, do you got any sign-offs? Anything, anything you want to talk about in the last second here? I got nothing. I don't do anything. Yes. If you want to hire me, there'll be a link in the description. I won't say what I'll do, but um, but the options there, the ball's in your court. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you. Uh, thank you, everybody. And uh, that wraps up our first episode. Thank you. And stop.